0: Hey, this is Kevin Smith. And you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man.
1: Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And this is episode 275. Yeah, two and three quarters. Two and three quarters. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. We've been doing this for a while. Quite a while. Like it. I mean, we're, we've are we been doing the show for like five years. I think 2011, yeah. we started five Christ. years.
2: Man. Man. Almost like Luke's entire life.
1: Yeah. Crazy. I mean, who we started in 2012, because oh, I was living cool. in Irvine. I moved to Irvine 2011, so that sounds right. I think you're right. Towards the end, of, yeah, because
2: yeah, that sounds right. Because I know I was doing Pillage Cast in like 2009, 2010. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds right. Man, been we've been doing this for a while. Veterans,
1: we're already we're podcast veterans. Yeah. I mean, does it, how does that feel for you? It's great. Since 10 years ago you had just were, you still were like what is this thing you're doing? Podcasting. That'll God-testing. never catch on. So I just remember I remember talking to you and the uh, Cold War Kids manager, because I'm like, we gotta, you guys got to get in on this. And you both were like, what is this I don't thing? I do what you're talking about like, right now. And, like, because I remember you both were like, you can use Sure, you can use our music. Yeah, like, okay, whatever. But whatever. <laughs> yeah,
2: because that's because you had Anne Lane and all that stuff on your, like, yeah. original run. Well, if
1: you listen to the original run, the like, you there. can hear. It's actually, I mean, like, if you're a big Cold War Kids fan, you might want to, because some of the Cold War Kids songs that I play, on um on the early like the first like the original run of of uh radio Breno man you those tracks are not I don't even think they're you can't get them I think they put them out on like some seven inches but yeah like, but like because these are those like you these can't are find these are like those tracks are from before their first record like they're yeah. Pre, they're like demos and stuff. My
2: favorite song still came off of that one demo that the wedding one. Is that the dumb? I got
1: dragged oh, a, into this way? I like that. I like the don't
2: you your love.
1: I like that. See, one. I feel
2: like they might have re-recorded that. One I know too.
1: they re-recorded a couple of them, but there's some that are not the wedding one. Like yeah. has
2: never been anywhere. I yeah. haven't heard that yeah. anywhere else.
1: So. so, but you. So if you're a big Cold War Kids fan, yeah. you should listen because. I got permission and they're in there. and it's there. I'm um, also a Great Glass Elevator. I think I played yeah. some of those. and oh, so um, good. I forgot. I'd forgotten about them, and then I was listening to one of the old Radio Rentals, and I and I heard that I think it was the 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 what song was it? I don't remember what song the the lie the, the, the lie liar the lie song the lie. I forgot how it goes. Yeah, some I can't remember Let's now. Bro, uh, <laughs> I forgot. they were really good. they really good. But um we have their CDs available at popboxmusic.com. Yeah, and then they but they're they're, they're not abandoned. They're anymore.
2: gone now. It's the story of some of those bands, man. It's what um, happens. We got some good We got to, we'll talk about it in Music Talk, I guess. But we got some good exciting news about Blue Christmas speaking oh, of old bands and stuff. I don't
1: know about this. Yeah, I, I was going to tell you live
2: on the show. Well, this is all just falling into place. So we
1: got we got your little stuff to mention, what, what's going on. I mean, you talked a little bit last episode. talked a little about the birthday
2: party. Yeah. The fun part about it was um, we went to our friend Griffin, Cliff and Kristen's house. Um, they just moved into a new this place. they're in Yorba Linda? They're in Anaheim now. Oh, okay. They were in Yorba Linda? They were, were yeah, Yorba yeah. Belinda? They were there, and then um, they moved to another place. They bounced around a couple, but now they're, like, at a house. Okay. Um, and the cool part is he's got, like, a pretty good-sized backyard, especially for out there, and it has, like, a bunch of fruit trees in it. Mm. So I went and got to check out all his fruit trees. actually helped him, like, discover some stuff he he didn't know he had. Mm. So he's got, like, some oranges, probably lemons and limes, although it's kind of hard to tell until they ripen up What those, will wind up being, but some kind of citrus like that. He's got tangerines. He has guavas. Guavas. He has... Avocados, which I'm very excited to do some fruit swapping with. Yeah. Um, he has grapevines. Wow. Um, like he's got a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to think. So this was all there? It was all just there. Yeah. He hasn't planted anything. It was just all there. And, um, and then that was fun because in the front, he didn't know this, but they have like a little, a little small herb garden and he was just going to like pull all this stuff out. He thought it was weeds. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, you got, they have mints. They have lavender. Um, nice. A couple of little things like that. So
1: well, Anaheim, I mean Orange County, it's a good, oh, it's, growing. It's and That's like out there. where that's what it was before yeah. anybody was there. Orange grows. So he'll
2: get, he'll get a couple yields of the oranges and stuff. So the kids went to a birthday party. I went to like a fruit tour. So, <laughs> it, it was fun. Um, fruit party. And then uh I put the refinance thing on here because we're. We've been building up to this, uh, doing a refinance because the interest rates are like rates are ridiculously low, and um, we're getting it like three and a quarter percent, something like that, which is like insane. Um, but anyway, what that means is we have to have our house once again um, uh, appraised. Yeah. Which means something's gonna come in, which means we have to have it all cleaned up and stuff.
1: But you've had enough people come visit. That's that. the
2: great part. We've had we had Jeff and Ebony come, and then Cliff and Kristen a couple weeks before. That's what it takes. That it, it's. I mean, we still have a little work to do to get it like great, but um, this this week and this weekend, that's basically that's what I have to look forward to. Is we're gonna be doing some cleaning, some organizing, and uh, yeah. Pretty if exciting. you need
1: Sergeant Brendo, yeah, to come, well, I might
2: pull you to do some yard work because that's kind of the big thing, like catching up on that. That's the least thing that I'm. It's using. fun. We'll see, but it's I not like definitely. It's not near as bad as it has been in other times. But, like it's, we're in pretty good shape already. So, I mean, if she
1: came now, she could do it. Well, plus it's your appraiser that like this is like a third you guys time. You really hit now. it off. Yeah, cause so. She's an orchard person. Yeah, she likes the fruits. And she like part to of why I gotta have the yard. And your in good kids shape. are very charming, yep. and
2: like she likes the Janelle's a teacher, you know all that stuff. So it's good. Um, I guess we kind of talked about this too, but Alex P. Keaton uh, is my friend. My podcast up is and up. running. It's on iTunes. and Get uh, on all
1: it. That stuff. Watch the show on Amazon Prime, and uh, and then listen to the podcast.
2: Yeah. The first episode, right off the bat, you deal with like
1: racism and exclusive clubs, and you have got your. F- Original theme song Yeah, oh gosh I, I'm, I'm kind of happy with it Like I kind of like it Have you gotten any feedback? No,
2: not yet Other than just like From family and friends and stuff But
1: I think it's I, I think it's fun. I think it's very filled that's, it, it, that, that's
2: that's the best compliment I could get um, Sneak peek for sec- episode two um, Janelle is guest hosting On that one mm-hmm. Hopefully uh, if it all works out You'll be guest hosting Episode three um, Episode two deals With sexual assault Right off the bat Man. so like they don't waste any time digging into the to the nine
1: two and like are like, oh, yeah. getting into some hard hitting issues
2: only they play it for laughs a little more than nine oh two oh does so that's always easy. yeah but you know they still
1: deal with the issues it's there that's good so that that'll be uh coming your way so what what do you like is there um I guess like Do you, like, take notes while you're watching the show? Like, where do you find your, like, talking points? It's
2: very different from, like, doing... Because Radio Brendo, man, I mean, we have a few things we talk about, but... But you you have to,
1: like... But, yeah. You can't just, like, start the show and be like, so... What do you think of that? This episode.
2: Uh, Yeah. I I listen... I I watch the show twice, actually. I watch it once just for fun Mm -hmm. and just, you know, because I want to, like, get the laughs and stuff. And then I watch through it again and take notes on stuff if there's... Like you know, weird guest stars or whatever. You know, I gotta look that stuff up.
1: Um So yeah, it, it's it's a little more preparation for sure. Um, yeah, because like I was gonna, I was actually gonna show you. Oh, I wish I had them. I don't know what I did with them. Because like Lizzie and Cat take like it's like it's like six pages of notes like that they gave us for like their each episode that right. they do. And then like so, if you come up with, I know you've come up with a couple like segments, like good yeah segments. That's the plan and. I mean, it's funny. I've
2: listened to some of Lizzie and Cat's. I don't want to like copy them. Yeah. So I'm hoping to like I do it differently. But like just watching, like you can. That, I'm you know, sure there's
1: stuff you can come like, up yeah, with. Yeah.
2: I, I would love to pick their brain at some point and be like, "All right, what's your process?" Because I don't know. It's very. It's so different from all the other stuff that I've done. But it's been really fun. It's cool. Um. So yeah. All
1: right. Uh, so that's that. What do you got? Well, I got a fat alert, which I feel like we've already discussed this a little bit in the Facebook group. Because um, I know Mark Ariano brought it up, right? So Harry Potter and the Incredible Journey, it is their most restrictive ride, okay? When it comes to size, because not only fat but also tall is being like, like Brian Lynch, who is like one inch. I think he's like he's still, he's a little taller than me, right? So he Derek when he went with Derek when it first opened. Um, in Hollywood, he, the first time he got in the, he got a red light on the test seat, but then he went in another seat and it clicked. But that was just cause his height. Right. So when I heard that, I was like, Oh crap. Cause I'm almost as tall as Lynch, but I'm also like way bigger. And I, and they also, he had already, I'd already been warned that it's also almost all, it's more about like your shoulders and like, I have like super broad shoulders and cuz it's like the harness is like the thing like the 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 lap bar like it goes over right. and it's like cuz i cuz at first i was cuz i'm like am i going to be able – cuz so they have a test seat outside okay and <clears throat> so i get in and I fit in the seat, but then I bring the lab bar down, and I'm like nowhere near green light. Okay, and and then the guy comes up to me, and I'm like, oh crap, here we go, because he's like, are you sure? He's like, he's like, you know, do you need some help? And I'm like, no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm like, I got, I got a, I'm not even close. He's like, well, let me. So he kind of pushes down on a little bit, and he's like. Oh yeah, I don't, cause he, 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 but he was very, dude, I, I think they have specially trained people to work at the seat, the, fat. the test seat, <laughs> because one, they have to expect, cause I, I, I observed for a while, just to see what the situation right. was, and people were getting upset. Like people sure, were getting yeah. very upset. And, and you I was, know people are traveling yeah. to go to Harry and, Potter World and they can't. Do and it. so I, I'm like, well, I don't want to be that guy. And I, so the guy already is expecting me to like get upset and yell. And I was like, no, it's, and I'm like, oh, dude, it's okay, because I already had a good idea, just what I'd been told, but I wanted to see. You know, and cause I was already, we'll talk about it in my next, but like, I was just, I just wanted to go to Harry Potter world and experience it. And that was good enough for me because as soon as you walk in there, you are in Hogsmeade. You are, it is, you're in Harry, you're in the world. You're there. Like everything. It's the most, it's the best thing they've ever done as far as like all the little details all the theming Mo- I, right away, I went in the bathroom and moaning myrtles, like you can hear like in the bathroom <laughs> that 's cool and like and and it 's great, and like every little thing, all the little stores, all the little shops, you see people doing the wand because you know they have the they have the forty dollar wand where you can buy it, and then there's like they give you a map. And then, yeah, and uh, and you uh, go around and interact, and like in like one of the, you can go in the shop windows, and like the mannequins come to life, or there's a. So I didn't buy the wand because I just really didn't feel like spending. I really, it was tempting because they have you go in the wand shop, and they first off they have like every character wand from the movies, but then they just have like tons of like. Not like you could they do a whole like you can do like like even if you don't get picked in like the, all, the whole wand ceremony which I watched that with right. Derek but even if you don't get picked you can still go in and then they measure you and they ask about your personality and then they pick a wand for you and then so they have these non-character wands and you can get all kinds of cool huh. ones they have like giant death eater wands they have like all kind, any kind of one you could want. And so it's $30 for the regular kind, like without the, and then 40, if you want the it if you're going to do, you do, do it. But so I didn't really feel like doing that at this point, And I just didn't. So I went around and just watched people doing all the things. That's Cause cool. you would see where there'd be like a little line of people, at like various places waiting, waiting to do, waiting the, thing. To do yeah. the thing. So I kind of just walked around and it was just, the theming—it's incredible. It's like incredible, and if you're a Harry Potter fan, it's like a must. Because and then I had because of course I had Butterbeer. and okay. I didn't go into three broomsticks because again I had planned to go later, but then they it, it closed everything. Okay, um, here's my question: Is Butterbeer, like what is like what we're we talking like butterscotch? What is it? It's like a but imagine like a butterscotch cream soda. Okay, so sweet. Yes. Oh, it's very sweet. Okay. It's delicious. It sounds fantastic. It's, I especially, couldn't... I, you, cause I know you're a big cream soda guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would love it. Okay. It and they have, like it. they have a regular soda version, which I had, and I tried. They also have a frozen icy version. I don't think the icy version's as okay. good. Okay. But some people prefer the icy version. I think if you have an aversion to the sweetness, the icy version is not as sweet. Um, but I really like I don't it. mind sweet. It's, think about it's like it's a butterscotch cream soda it's really fantastic. good okay um i thought so and but, but then sure. at, they've already so they're gonna have it out here starting in the they said late fall they've but people have had it in florida they have a hot version like a warm oh, like okay. for the, so supposed, in the supposed book i feel yeah, like it
2: is hot sometimes sometimes
1: Sometimes. They have both, but okay. and it's 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 supposedly it's, it's delicious, like it's amazing. They also had pumpkin juice, which I didn't get to try, and they had gilly water, Ugh. which I think is just like a mineral water. Yeah, but the pumpkin juice looked good. I want to try it because it comes in the bottle. It looks exactly like the bottle in the movie. But I didn't want, it, cause I knew if I bought it and then I'd want to keep the bottle and then i have to carry around the bottle and I, that's what was going through my head. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't want to buy it and then end up having to throw away the bottle and then I, then I'd feel dumb. Like, so another time. Another time. But, um, and then they, just, they had all, they had every piece of merchandise, like, like just all kinds of fun stuff. They have new, like, Butterbeer University calves, like that. <laughs> so it looks, they have, you can buy the robes. You can buy everything. There's also a lot of like cosplayers because like there was a haggard walking around, and I had assumed that he was like working. there was a guy that worked <laughs> there because they don't. They're not like Disney. They don't restrict they that. Do that and and so I'm then like Derek's like, oh no, that's just a guy, <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, like oh, that's dude. so weird, like because I'm sure like parents of people are like, oh go talk to haggard. It's like just some dude, it's a guy walking like, around. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like a dude at a full Hagrid, but like, cause I could, I could see for like hardcore Harry Potter fans, this is like it for them. Like, this is like. Right. Someone go walk
2: around and yeah. be Hagrid. So
1: anyways, back to the test seat oh, yeah. story. So. So the fat whisperer guy comes over. So, so to he you. comes over and, and he's like, well, you know, this is our most restrictive ride. And then I asked him, I'm like, yeah, oh man. I like, it. and he's like, and I, and I had, I, cause I had heard, cause one of the things that Mark said, um I think Mark talked about this was in Florida they have fat cars which Oh that are like bigger like, than yeah. the other ones, yeah and um and 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 so I asked the guy I'm like I'm like where do, do you think I he's like you could probably do it in Florida like okay. cuz he said cuz he's like I've cuz I they this one is more they have for the for the fat car in Florida it's way it's way it's way it's not it's not it's it's way more Open. Okay. And so he's like, you could probably do it in Florida, and especially at the rate I'm losing weight. Like, I'll definitely, cause it wasn't, my gut did not even come into play. It was, so I don't even know, cause it was like my shoulders. It was, it was almost right. the height thing more, but it was also kind of like my chest area. Right. And that, so if I lose helped. a little bit, but he said, he's like, I think you'll be fine for it. And he said, you can definitely, you can, he said, I'm almost positive you can do the Gringotts ride because the Gringotts ride, they kind of learn their lesson and the harnesses aren't as, it's not as restrictive right. as the, as the incredible journey ride, and supposedly the Gringotts ride is better, but that's than, only in Florida, right? Yeah, now. okay. Um, and it probably won't come here for like at least three or four years, okay? Because um, I also asked him about that. Um, he was very nice, and speaking of very nice, I'm gonna call. I call this. Um, the I call this the Harry Potter fat consolation prize <laughs> so, yeah, cuz I didn't even think about this. Well cuz so the biggest part of Harry Potter forbidden journey is the castle itself and you go through and it's it's like in the movies there's the portrait hall, there's all the classrooms, there's like it's like walking through the castle and he's like and he and he told me he's like he's like now I know you you can't go on the ride but the best part about the ride is going through the castle. He's like would you like to go through the castle and I'm like Well, can I do that? He's like, yeah, I can give you this pass. So it's a castle walk, one time use. And basically what you get to do is they have a, um, it's, you get to just walk through the, they have a, they have a line for the front of the line pass that still goes through the whole castle, but there's just nobody in it. So you basically can walk through it at your own pace. And then when you get to the actual loading for the ride, they have an exit door and then you just leave. That's and cool. So I got to walk through the whole queue and, and, and actually, cause most time when you're in the queue, because the lines are not that bad. Even on a Sunday, it was like the middle of the day, it was, it seemed busy to me. The line was only, it was only twenty five minutes long, okay. and they have. And here's the other trick: if you're not, if you haven't been there, there's a single rider line, and there was no wait. Oh. It's like the cars ride, yeah, like that's instant. Because the they, I even asked, like, because he's, and I'm like, is this always like this? He's like, oh yeah, even if the the line is like two and a half hours, which is rare these days, like, um, uh, the single rider line is never longer than five minutes. That's what that's the guy cool. said. I talked to the guy for a while. He was very nice. I think because again, I think he was expecting me to flip out, right. and then I wasn't. So then he was like, "Oh, you're a nice you're person." Cool. So we talked for a while. Um, but so I got this. So I yeah, I call it the fat consolation prize. And um, you have to keep it even though it and, says one time use. Well, you get the one time use, and Can then they, they scan didn't, it? I think they scan it. Uh, okay. I think that's the whole thing. But I don't think anybody ever actually scanned it. And it does say pass will be collected upon use. But again, I think they were like. Let's just let this, yeah, fat. The poor guy. <laughs> let this fat. So, but it was cool cause then I actually got to stop cause so you're going really fast through the queue and I would actually stop when there was like a video thing or like, and it doesn't even, dude, it's crazy in this line. Like cause the stuff like it's like you'll, they'll be like up, like up on the balcony. They'll be like Harry and Ron and Hermione and it, it's a video, but it looks really good. Like it looks huh. like they're standing up there. That's cool. And it's like enhanced. I think it's like just like really good like projection techniques and stuff <laughs> and and then like it feels like you're in hogwarts like i like i stood and watched they have like the big hall of like the moving portraits and they're like talking to you and i sat there and watched that for like 10 minutes so i got to see all of them talk and interact and and then you go by and there's like the fat lady portrait and she's doing all this stuff and and then there's like dumbledore's office and dumbledore is up there talking to you and most people are just walking right by that so i just sat there and looked in there I also accidentally almost went in there, but you know, it's, there was like a chain. But I almost <laughs> accidentally, not realizing, you like, almost Da Vinci coded it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, but it was just looking at all the little again down to like the minute details, and uh, and it was awesome. That so I felt like like and, and a lot of people like the ride from I've, I've watched the video. It looks great, but ha- like a good part of the experience is being in the castle. The castle. So I felt pretty good. Um that's good. That I mean at least they have <laughs> something there. It's a nice little consolation towel. Yeah. Um I yeah, so um but it was fun. Um and I now I really want to go to Florida so I can go on it and go on all the other rides. Um but and and then I rode um so so yeah, so so I went to so I did the daytime and then the nighttime thing and um, we talked about it last episode where like I got trapped in the park basically right. with no there's nowhere no to get food, get food. Um, which is a little annoying, but uh but the horror night itself horror, was good. Oh yeah. So, so the other thing I, I did, I went on the studio tour, and King Kong is still awesome. I yeah. love the King Kong, and then I had never done um. I never done the Fast and the Furious before. That's the one where it just has like the hand? No, it's not that. And it, now it's a full on, oh. it's like King Kong. Oh, okay, um, I haven't seen that. Oh, you then. haven't seen this yet? No. Yeah. So they used to just have those cars dancing around. Yeah, like on the arms, right? It was, so, uh, cause it, cause they originally were gonna do like, uh, well, like, the, cause it's the arm that they use for like those robotic arm rides. Right. Which, and that's where you can kind of see that technology and how nuts those it is. And cause they did it with those cars. But, so this ride, it's like King Kong, you're in the tram, and then it stops, and then there's, like, so first, like, so first you're, like, driving around, and, like, and they're, like, oh, we spotted, um, like, Vin Diesel's character driving around, and, then like, the rock comes, is like, oh, I'm taking this over, and, and then you go, and, and, um... And, and you go into the garage and they're like talking to you. And again, it's like the, it's the same technology like in Harry Potter where like it's just projections of them, but right. it looks like they're there. Huh. And it's like Vin Diesel is like, all right, one, we, there's a witness on board this tram and the bad guy Shaw is like trying to, it's like, it's kind of like Star Wars. Like you right. need to protect the witness. And so then like Shaw comes in and it's all, this is like King Kong. It's all projected. You've got your 3D glasses on and like the tracks moving like King Kong, you know. Right. Um, And then it feels... Like, I don't... The the technology... Like, it just... I, I I didn't know what to expect. Like just from watching the video of it, I'm like, Oh, that seems lame and short. Okay. But being in it and you're in the tram and so you're getting you're in like this giant crazy car chase and it feels like you're going like a hundred miles an hour just the way they do it. Like you're on a freeway driving and like stuff is coming at you and like there's like these drone helicopters and Vin Diesel jumps on one and there's like real fire effects and That's awesome. real shooting and you're moving around. And somehow they make you feel like you're you're like, I'm like actually holding on to like, I'm like, ah, like and you're on a tram, <laughs> right. but like, it feels like, that's awesome. It's also great. And then the other thing that I like earthquake still works oh, and yeah. that ride is from like that that opened in like 87 or 88. It's like super old, but it's still cool. still a good effect. And it's cool. This, I, my favorite part is seeing it reset itself, yeah. like yeah. all that stuff. Like I love that they show that. Like I love that you get to see Jaws going back and like, yeah. like I love that they show all that stuff. And it's all the the tour is always really fun. What did they and, take
2: out to put in Fast and the Furious? Um, I
1: don't. I think it's. I think it's where I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Is it where like the ba- the Battlestar Galactica was? I or? think it's around that area because I know like a lot of that stuff got burnt out by the fire and right. they rebuilt some of it. Because I know King thing. Kong. I know – I feel like it might even be the old King Kong because King Kong now is like – I think it's in a, it's smaller. Like it, okay. they didn't need as much space. I don't know. I don't know how that all fits together. I don't right. know. I'm not as good as – Derek or some other Universal note would probably know. I'm sure know. I can look it
2: up. Yeah, Because
1: um, yeah. I'm, I'm not as familiar as to where everything was because I feel like Battle Earthquake is where Battlestar Galactica was. No,
2: Battlestar was like in that tunnel like – Think maybe that's where the new King Kong is. Yeah. Cuz it's like an outside tunnel cuz earthquake is like on one of the the st- the studio or the uh backstages, right? Yeah. So yeah, this one is like out in um Battlestar Galactica was like in the tunnel out in the field kind of. I don't know. Right, anyway. That's,
1: that's cool. also I also get kind of like I think the old bridge is just they don't even use that. Oh, I don't even it's done. Anymore? I think it's done. I think it's just like a prop. It's basically cuz it's right by the King Kong thing. Like the entrance to King Kong and it's just got like a road closed. I don't think they do it anymore. Like I feel like they, like I think it just, like it was, it just like broke down so much. The last time we went there was when, I think it was when Luke
2: was a baby. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like before Luke was born. I can't remember now, but it's been a long time. And I feel like- I haven't done it where the old bridge is working in years. Yeah, I feel like we didn't do it then either, so. I don't and
1: it was fu- it's funny, they still show like the clip from like the nude bomb where like, they're doing the parting of the Red Sea, and I just heard kids being like, are we gonna get to do that? And I'm just like, that's long gone, man. Wait, the parting of the Red Sea is Oh, now? that's been out for years. What? Yeah, years and years, that's gone. Are you serious? Oh yeah. That was that the last gone. time we went. Well, that's been gone. What do they do instead of that? Not I don't know, nothing. Really? Yeah, that's been gone for a long time.
2: That was there the last time we went there. Well, then you haven't been in a long time. Yeah, it's well, like I said, it's been like five or six
1: years. I feel like it's been gone longer than that. No, it
2: was definitely there the last time we went.
1: Um, I don't know
2: because it goes into like King Kong. Yeah, like I mean, a, the Skull Island sets and stuff.
1: No, it's yeah, it's definitely not there. It's not there anymore. Huh? It's been gone. Man, that's like a part of like history. Well, especially because that's seen in the new ball. Yeah. And they're like, it's like, we need to get people off this train. He's like, all right, now you're going to do what Moses did. You're going to walk on the be, and they all just jump out and then they, like, everybody out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Um, but, so yeah, so that was cool. And then, um, we rode on minions, which that ride's great. And, uh, and I, I love when they blow. Like my favorite part in the pre-show when they blow the I don't fart. Know, I'm oh, so there's a part where he's where where Drew where Gru says he's going to shoot everybody with his fart gun, and then he does, and you're expecting a fart smell, but it's but he's like, why does? The, but the, but I guess the minions sabotage it, so it smells like bananas, and they blow like banana scent <laughs> into the because you're expecting like, oh god, fart gun <laughs> right. is this going to smell like fart and it's bananas and That's awesome. it's and it does it smells like bananas, um, but then. Um, we did Horror Nights, and the it was like I think it was the best year for Horror Nights in a long time. The mazes are all amazing. The tram was great. They they consolidated the tram, so there's not as much like walking around. Because I feel like I felt like previous years, there's this big part of the tram ride where you're just walking and there's nothing. Okay, and to try because like it's by by the Psycho House, there was this huge like dirt path where you'd walk by and there would be nothing and Like and and they finally like kind of got rid of that part and it's shorter. But I actually like it. Oh yeah, you still go through all that and and but this year it was clowns. It was like an Eli Roth thing. But it was a really cool story. It was like about this clown that used to be like one of the mascots of the park and he was like a big part of the park and he had this popular show in the sixties and then but then like his. He became like belligerent and alcoholic and they and like clowns just weren't as popular anymore because clowns in popular culture were no longer like the creepy clown thing basically happened. So he lost his show. Universal fired him. So then he ended up being like one of those weird like dudes outside the park that just like takes pictures. Like, you know, like the guys outside of Ground Shades and then eventually he got kicked off the property and nobody ever saw him again. And then like I they did like a whole viral campaign this summer where like Reports started coming up of weird clowns seen on the back lot of Universal. Huh. And then they have this whole story where like a lot of other clowns and other freaks like sympathize with them. So they kind of came to the back lot. So now the back lot's overrun by like this, this hairy clown and like all these other. So there's all, these cl- but it's a cool story. Yeah. And then when you get, when, and then the, the, the first thing. So normally when you stop where they stop you at like Whoville, There's all, there's like an army of like guys waiting for you. And this time you stop and there's just this one clown holding balloons and that's all you see for a little bit. And it's really freaky. (laughs) Um, but, but it's always fun. And then you walk around and then it's pretty cool. But then. Um, there's some good haunted houses. The Krampus Maze was amazing. Oh, you haven't seen um, that I haven't huh? seen the movie, oh but I gosh, really want to. It. But it's so, it was really good. And there's a, like the kitchen, it smelled like gingerbread. <laughs> and like there was an, uh, there's a pine scent one. There's like all the, like it was, there's a, it smelled like peppermint. There was all these different, and it, and like, oh, dude, it was so good. It was really good. Uh, uh the scariest maze was, um, was, they had an exorcist maze, (laughs) and it was freaky because they did a new thing. I hadn't seen them do this before. So, normally, like, you know, you go to, you go, you go in a room, and then you go, when you go, like, you know, like, in between rooms, there's usually, like, a corridor or something, and that's usually, you consider that, like, a safe area, like, they couldn't have put anything in, so, and, but in, so in the exorcist maze, when you leave one room, it would be, like, a, a black room, and, that's where a lot of, you'd go in the black room in between rooms and that's where a scare would happen. <laughs> you're, and you're like, cause you're normally, you're like, oh, there's nothing in this room. Like it's like a little small adjoint, like basically like, like a hallway. Right? Yeah, like a hallway and it's black and, but there would be, but like a wall would drop and something would come out or there'd be like these projections and then like it would turn into a real thing or it would be like the huh. Pazuzu, you know, like that demon, like the, like the statue and then it would turn to life and like, <laughs> It was freaky. Also, I got puked on. Like real puke? Well, it was like water. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Like it turned right around in me and sprayed right in my face. Like a monster? Like, like a the person? Reagan. Well, it was, I think it was an animatronic. Oh, okay. But it's water. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Sick. Just like, bleh! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, dude. Um, but it was really freaky. Ugh. It was really freaky. Um, just immediately I was like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> like, just cause, you know, like exorcism, it's a pretty, it's a pretty disturbing. And so, like, as soon as you walk in the house, I was like, uh, Cause, like, as soon as you walk in the house, she's like crawling down the stairs. And I'm like, Oh gosh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I made a big mistake. <laughs> um, and let's see, other good mazes. Freddy versus Jason it was awesome. Um, there was, like, a room where they did, like, a, it was kind of a, it was a great, like, you know, like, the scr- the scrim, like, the screen, like, you know, like, they have, like, the, oh, the oh, where, yeah, like, when yeah. you light it one way, you can't see through it, and you light right. it another way, it's clear, so they had one where, like, you go in this boiler room, and it just looks like a straight, on each side, I'm like, oh, that's scrim on each side, like, what's gonna happen, and sure enough, like, they like that they change the lights, and both Freddy and Jason are on each side. Like they drop. There was a lot of like hidden things. Like that's right. where Universal succeeds, where not does not really do that stuff. Like there's lots of fake walls. There's lots of like just like total fake out rooms where you think it's like a, again, like you walk in and you just see like solid wall, and then they like drop down. There was um there was a lot of in, in Freddy vs Jason. There was a lot of mirrors. And, like, you'd see, there'd be a mirror, and, like, Jason was in the mirror, and then it would drop, and, like, Freddy would be in it. <laughs> like, and there was a lot of, like, stuff like that. Like, the mirror, and then, like, they did, like, effects, special effects, where, like, he would break through the mirror, and a lot of just, like, fake-out stuff. So when you said scrim, the first thing I thought it was shrimp. Shrim. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, dude, that is horrible. Ah. <laughs> um, but the Freddy vs. Jason one, the Halloween one was really good, um... It covered like the first three movies, and so the Halloween three part was just really weird because <laughs> you know that's the one with like the mask. It had nothing to do with Michael Myers. Oh, no. Oh yeah, so I understand that one. They had this bright. They had this idea where they were going to turn after the first 2 Halloween cuz Halloween 2 takes place immediately after Halloween like Laurie's in the hospital so Michael Myers comes to the hospital okay. and that so it takes place right after Halloween and then so then they had this idea which actually on paper sounds like a good idea I just I just think they just didn't they didn't really think about cuz like people think Halloween they think Michael Myers so they were going to turn so and this was John Carpenter's original idea was Halloween, it was gonna be a horror movie, it was gonna be a movie that they would release every year on Halloween, and it would be a different story, every movie. Okay. And that already went out the window with Halloween two, but they wanted to do it so Halloween three, that's why it's called Halloween three Season of the Witch, because Season of the Witch is the actual name of the story. Huh. Like Halloween is like the anthology title.
3: Right, right, right. And
1: so what they were so they thought that they could still do this, even though they'd already had two movies with Michael Myers in it. And so the third one is just about this like evil, this witch, this warlock guy that like makes these masks and like huh. has comes up with his plan to get all these kids to put on these masks, and he has like and then like it kills them and like and like it's this crazy thing. Nothing to do with Mike Myers. And so, but people were like came into Halloween Theory, like where's Mike Myers? And then like it, like it's a lot of people people hate it. Huh. They hate it and. um and it's and, a good idea, like the concept of doing the anthology yeah, movie. But basically. because they Halloween two also had Mike Myers and it was the same story, they already kind of blew that chance. Right. But because if they have Halloween two had been a completely different movie, they probably could have could have pulled it off. pulled it off. Where each year there's a new Halloween yeah. and it's a different movie like yeah. that. That's a cool idea. Yeah. But because the first two and because they were such huge hits. The right. third when they did the third one and there was no Michael Myers, like people went crazy. But now people have kind of circled back around like, well let's take a look at this Halloween and the fact that they acknowledge it now like in the mazes and stuff is pretty cool. Hmm. Um so that was cool. And then uh let's see what other mazes um oh I think I have my book. I will look at the mazes. So there was also probably the oh, American Horror Story, which I had only seen the first two seasons and only the first season was in the maze and then there was two other seasons. There was Freak Show and then the latest one, the hotel one, and I hadn't watched those. But there, there was, it was pretty cool. There was some freaky parts. The Freak Show was like all clowns. <laughs> of so, course. um, and then some other stuff and that was pretty cool. Um, The Walking Dead, the new attraction, cause it's there year round. Right. It, it was really short. I was very surprised. Oh. It was like shorter than some of the previous Walking Dead mazes that they had done. So I was, but it looks cool. Like it's really, because right. it's like a permanent structure, they're able to do some cool stuff. There was a lot of cool stuff they did with like live actors in it. Like there'd be like dudes like playing like the, like the, like the protagonist, like fighting the zombies. Right. There's like a dude with a shotgun huh. and like, and it looked pretty cool. Um, and some of the zombie effects are really well done. Like, just like, they definitely, because again, the permanent, there was like, just the zombie makeup was really good. And then, um, there was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I mean, like, um, it's, it's, I don't know how they do, but they have this meat smell. It's just like, yeah. Um, That's unpleasant. But they like and then and, and then like but then Derek was joking, Derek was like, You should be a Leatherface because there was some let me tell you, there were some skinny Leatherfaces in there and I, I don't think Leatherface should be some like scrawny <laughs> Like Leatherface is a big guy. Like that dude I think the dude that played Leatherface was like legit like six seven. Like so and like there were some there were some of the some of the faces like were as big as me and like bigger, so like I could totally and I'm like but Where's I was your new seasonal job there. Be a leather face. Cause, cause it's basically you go into a room and then he comes out with like a chainsaw. Like it's pretty much what they do. But it's pretty, it's pretty cool. First
2: then you'd have to have that meat smell all day. Yeah. That'd be pretty gross.
1: I just, I just don't, I, I, I just, some of those scare guys, cause it's like, cause all, like, you went to Knots, but you didn't go in Voodoo. And Voodoo is the one maze at Knots that's super universal like. Cause they have like, where the, the, their, the scare. A lot of the scares are like they'll be like a loud noise, and they pop out. It's 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 a, it's a very unique thing, and just I I would get annoyed just having to hear that. Like oh, they yeah, must wear earplugs because yeah. it's this loud noise is just over and over and over. Because when you pop out, that's part of the scare. It's just like super loud noise and the lights flash. Right, and having to do that, they must wear earplugs because it's so loud. And just doing that oh, yeah. over and over and over. And also you're stuck, like for those scares, it's not like, like they don't really have as many, cause you know, in knots, they're the guys that are like wandering around the maze and they move around. These are very stationary. So you I feel like you're just in the same place. Doing the same thing over and over same, again. I don't know. That doesn't seem exciting yeah, to me. Yeah, that seems kind of bad. The only thing that would be
2: fun is just to see people freak out.
1: Cause people really freak out, dude. I, Cause like a lot of, because they're very jump scare based, like sometimes you cannot help but get yeah. like freaked out. Cause even Derek will get like a little, cause like again, they're very jump scare based. And like, there was one where I full on like, I did the like run away, like just like push <laughs> into like the thing and like, and like, and like just out of sh- like just, that's my response. Right. And, and it, to the point where one of the, you know how they have like just the regular guys that are in there to make sure no bad stuff happens. Right. Like, and I think they must have cameras or something. Because there were... One of the... I get into the next room and the dude with the, like, the black sweatshirt guy full on, like, smiling and he gives me a thumbs up. And I'm like, he had to have seen that. <laughs> he must have seen... What You're happened. right there, bro? Yeah. You're you going to make it? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he was, like, he was clearly laughing. <laughs> like, but yeah. So, and then they also had, like, so they condensed the scare zones into one giant scare zone and it was the purge and it was basically like an outdoor maze huh. so because it had like a beginning and end and it was like and the, the 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 one part that was really good in it like a lot of it was just kind of like your standard stuff but there was one part where it was like all these like it was like trees and bushes and they had dudes in full on ghillie suits so you could not know where you didn't know where they were huh. and they would pop out of everywhere and, That's like, cool. they scared us a bunch of times. Um We had a – my favorite scare of the night was um, Lynch, and, Lynch and Jordy got to this point where they were, like, just kind of messing with the purge guys. And they were just walking up to him and be like, I purge you. I purge you. I'm purging because he's, like, just silly because it's the purge. I was like, right. I'm purging. And, and there was one guy that was just kind of standing there not doing anything. And so they kind of, like, stop and, like, go and, like, they're, like, trying to talk to him. And, like, one of the other Purge guys, like, sees that they're, they've got their backs turned. And I'm like, you never do that, man. Like, their backs are turned to, like, the... like the They're, like, they're they turning their back to, like, a lot... Of the, and then, so one guy got right behind Jordy and, like, just really scared the crap out of him. Because he turns around and the guy's, like, right there. And, like, normally those guys don't get scared, but they got him really good. And it's like, that's what you get for trying to... Like, don't try and mess with the monsters. Like... Cause there was, there was some dudes behind us at, I forgot what maze it was, where they thought that was like their strategy and the monsters just doubled down on those guys. (laughs) Like I missed a bunch of scares because I think it got to a point where they were specifically waiting for for the people behind me. Because they were like their response to getting scared was they would then get up and like this oh it was Walking Dead because this girl I, I I don't know I think I don't know like it was really lame I think they thought they were being too cool or something because then they would get up in the monster's face. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, that's, um, that's weird. So I think they monsters got upset, and like I missed a bunch because they they would I would I would walk through something, and then I hear behind me, and and they and it got to the point where like every time I'd and like they were waiting for the people behind me, like they just well, they like, do
2: that to whoever. Like when I was in the front and this stuff, and not like. They'll, like, make eye contact and then be like, all right. Like, to let you know, like, I'm going to get the ones behind you. Because it gets you more off guard because yeah. I walk through and it's fine. Yeah. So everyone behind you is like, oh, this part The But
1: Universal is great because, again, I think they have cameras everywhere. Because I think they noticed that I was trying to rush through... Like a room because then they would intentionally – because then like one time when I was in the front, I thought I was like – I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then I think they noticed that I was doing that because then I walked in the room and as soon as I walked in the room, boom. <laughs> and I think they adapt. I think they know what you're tra- – what they're doing and they adapt to all kinds of people. They're like, oh, there's a guy that thinks he can't be scared. <laughs> oh, there's this guy. And because it's very like they can come out of anywhere, right. they will get you. Like, they will get you. They're going to get you. Sweet. Well... So that was my whole universal experience, and it was really fun. All right. Um, I just don't know if next year I would do the day and night pass. That sounds like it. Because, again, you cannot leave the park and... So you could pay for if a I was during if the day. my whole group was in there, then that would sure. We, then, and then we could together, do. Right. Then we could have started doing the mazes at five o'clock, and right. that would have been cool because then we could have. If we had started the maze at five o'clock, we would have been because we had the front of the line pass. We would have been out of there by like, like we probably because we would have finished the first five before the park even opened, and then we would have done the the tram and then like the other two mazes like right away. We probably would have been out of there by like eight o'clock. Because we were done by 10.30. Well, now you know for next time. You has got to plan ahead of time. The front of the line ain't cheap. Yeah? I just lucked out. I had the money, and I was like, I'm going to do it. All right. How much is it? It was like $200. Oh, my God. Yeah. For what,
2: like, just for the front of the line part, or total?
1: Total. Well, it was. It's two hundred dollars for your. It, 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 that's that's for you, 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 like for Halloween Horror Nights and the front of the line pass. Okay, and then it's two fifty for the, the day pass. Day, day pass too, and it's front of the line for the day stuff, except for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Okay. But you, I got front of the line on the tram, front of the line on minions, so I don't have to wait in any lines. I and mean, that's cool. The only thing I waited in, I didn't, and I ended up not waiting in line for Harry Potter, so I didn't right. wait in line for anything all day. And let me tell you, when you see the, cause like the maze lines, they get like two hours, like Man. two hours, and like you're just, and, like, I couldn't imagine Because there's no maze I don't think there would be any maze Where if I waited two and a half hours I would then be satisfied <laughs> With what I waited it, for right. two and a half hours for Because let me tell you Oh, dude, Knott's Oh, my gosh So, Knott's on Saturday We went to Knott's on Saturday with Mike And Because, you know, we went When we went it yeah. was It was not crowded Right Holy crap It was so crowded, but we got there early enough where right away we did, like, those... We did, you know, that area in the back where there's the four mazes? Like, we did that right away because those ones get super crazy. And then we did a couple more mazes, but then it started getting... Because then we wanted to go do that laser tag one, but, like, the park had only been open for, like, an hour, and already the line for that laser tag one was two and a half hours. So we're like, all right, we're not doing that. Then we went over to the samurai one, and that's when we realized that the park was, like it was it was our we were past the point of like getting on stuff because then we went over the samurai one two hours (laughs) and and then like we went check back it so then we then we kind of did some other stuff we did the mine train did some rides that weren't crowded because then even the roller coaster lines got nuts yeah like super crowded everything's super long um even like the Elvira show, like filled up, like the first one. Wow, you um, tell them like guys. Well, not, Phillip, not worth Mike it. and I like told all the kids like you don't want it, but they like we want to go. So we kind of split up from a bunch, <laughs> and we went on more mazes. Like we went on voodoo again because. But by like ten, the line for Paranormal Ink was three hours. Ugh, that and that, I mean that is the best one, one. Yeah. but I would not wait three hours. I wouldn't wait three hours for anything.
2: Like all right, tonight's episode is called Maze Craze. Maze Craze, yeah. But that's your craze. It's tonight. But yeah, like,
1: but it was just so crowded. I couldn't believe how crowded it was. Um, but it's because they don't cap it anymore. Like I remember nots. Like at least Universal, they sell out. They need to cap it way lower because like the, I just I couldn't imagine paying even seventy five dollars or however much it is and then having to wait like three hours for a maze. That's crazy. Yeah. And then like like I would not do that. That's why I've like it's either do spend a lot of but I had the money, so I did it and it was fun. Um, but yeah. So let's let's move on to book corner. All right, Good I've enough. read a bunch of books because we haven't done in a while. You have yes. So I read the familiar number one, one rainy day in May, which is uh, Mark um, Dannis Lewski. Yeah, the Poe Poe um, brother. Right yeah, there. and um, he is basically create It's like a. He wanted to write a series of books like a season of a TV show where it's like a serialized. So he has a plan to write like 30 of these books. Crazy. And he's already done 3 of them. Um so I read the first one and it basically is the story it's like these there's eight there's like six or seven major characters and it go like and and then like they're all kind of tied together by this series of events. And um, it's I don't. That's about as how well I can explain it. Okay. And but then he also it's very him where it's you really I I got it on ebook because it was on sale for two dollars. But I I for the new for the next ones I'm probably gonna want to I'm probably gonna at least check the books out of the library if not maybe buy them because it's still it's like House of Leaves like it's not as much as House of Leaves but it's still like plays with like the text and the formatting right. and like like this one there was like a four like four like a chapter of it was in graphic novel form Huh? like it goes That's super cool like just like it goes all like with all the like weird stuff like he plays with the format very much like like not as much as house of leaves but on that right like very similar so you want the actual book um and 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 it's really cool um then i um, you know, I'm a big Kurt Vonnegut fan and I had gotten Cat's Cradle, I think, for 99 cents. And so I read Cat's Cradle. It's really good. It's like a, it's like a, it's a kind of a farce, like, dealing with like, it's, I, I think it's commentary on like the Cold War. Cause it's Probably. like, um, dealing with like, uh, like, there, like, there's like this, it's about this guy. He's like, he's writing a book about this, Nobel Prize winning scientists and it turns out he, this guy created this doomsday weapon and like his, and then he died and then his kids inherited it. So he's, he went, he's, he's, he, he, he's trying to find out more information about this and he ends up on this island that's run by one of the, like it's like run by a dictator and it's just like this kind of farce about this island run by a dictator and how they bring about the end of the world and just kind of the foolishness of, Government, and it's really... But it's really it's really a good read. I really liked it. Again, again, like, if you like Vonnegut at all, like, if you read Slaughterhouse-Five... Yeah, or, that's the one I've read. I mean, um, it's some short stories. It was... T- it reminded me a lot of, um... Of, actually, of, like, Sirens of Titan, where, um... Like, because... Uh, like, it's a little bit more, like, out there, kind of goofy. Um... I really liked it, though. Cool. It was very... And it's a quick read. Um... And then... Um, are you familiar with the uh, the Don't Know Much About History books? No. Kenneth C. Davis. So when I was in 8th grade, my history teacher would he would print out like he would give he would read excerpts of this book and it's called Don't Know Much About History and basically um, it's like stuff that they is either too like graphic or just too controversial or like just stuff they don't teach you in the okay. history books, okay. but like real history. Like that was the first time like in a history class where, and where our, cause he talked like the first the lesson he taught us from this, don't know what I was about, like how Christopher Columbus, it's a load of crap. Okay. And, and also like Thanksgiving is a load of crap. <laughs> and like what the history books, what most history books teach you is very whitewashed and And a lot of these stories kind of cover like what really happened and what huh. and using using like first person and that's how we because you know in history you learn about like the different like levels of like sourcing right, right like right. prime and so Kennedy Davis would you any and this was the first since because you know history books they tend to you just like you're reading it and they're like it's like it's very different than like reading like primary sources right and don't know much about history. He most of it is directly like he directly just quotes primary sources and stuff like he goes through like letters and and reading like arc and so and so this guy and he but he puts it in a way that's not boring that's very because again a lot of this is like very nitty gritty like bloody stuff like so if Calrissian I was eighth grade I ate it up I was like because because then it was also this moment where I'm like they've been lying to us like <laughs> like they have been not outright lying but definitely glossing over a lot of things and then and also giving you this narrative that's kind of bogus right um so and that's what really got me into history so i've i've been, i've read a lot of his books and one of his newer ones and this was also geared to a more like academic right. adult audience it's called america's hidden history and it basically covers Pre revolution, um, and all the way up to, um, and like, well, actually it starts with like Ferdinand and Isabella. So we're talking like, like 1490, wow, like, okay. ex- and basically the explorers, all the way up, conquistadors, and all the way up to like the founding of the country. And it's all just like the nitty gritty, like, this stuff is, yes, we are here as a country, but, our history it's it's very it's not as simple as like we love like the stories history books like oh pilgrims in india like right. and like and like columbus and and like this whole like the whole history is is founded on blood basically and uh yeah. and a lot of like just It's crazy, like, and so a lot of the story, and then also even just the founding of the country, like, it was not as cut and dry as like we all don't like Britain and we're going to make this constitution. It all went great, and (laughs) and and, that's how politics always, yeah. And then like, and then also reading about like the true story of like Benedict Arnold and how and how like and how like and how like he was almost like like how he all like not that what he like because because he almost I mean he almost surrendered he was going to surrender West Point and that probably would have that would have been real bad but leading up to that there were like just the way he was treated by by like by like George Washington and by other people and by their army that led to his decision and how that could have probably gone another way maybe if people like if if, cause he was, he, if it wasn't for Benny, Benny Darnold like won some major, he was like, like, and a lot of that is wiped out like of history, like the good things that he did before he did that. Right. And how it's not as like cut and dry, not as black and white. Not like, and again, like just reading that stuff, I'm always very fascinated, like, you know, cause like history is written by the victors and, and just hearing the other stories. So that kind of led me down this rabbit hole of like other stories like that. So, um, now I'm reading, It's probably, it's been, many consider this the definitive book of the history of the Native Americans. And it's written by, and it's all primary sources. Like she basically compiled basically the first hand accounts of the Native Americans and of the U.S. soldiers that were involved during this period, um, during the whole like conquest, the Western expansion and basically wiping out the Native Americans from everywhere. And it's called Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. It's very famous. I mean, I'd heard about it, but it was on sale again. And, man, is it depressing. Well, I can imagine that. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, dude. Like, the moment you're like, okay, well, like this is – it can't get – the moment you're like, well, this is about as worth – nope, it's really – like, oh, here's a story about how they just like – like, they just like, they basically, cause it was like this gradual thing, like, oh, okay, we're gonna, you know, they made, they basically would make treaties within, with like the Native Americans, and then they would basically, not honor those treaties they'd make like specifically okay we're not going to build any roads through here then they build roads through there and then they do this and then they we're going to move oh this you're going to love this reservation it's going to be great and then they'd all go to this reservation and they'd all die of like starvation because they wouldn't feed them and like just all these crazy stuff and then then it got to the point where they're just outright like we're just going to kill them all we're just gonna kill them all, like basically, like we're like, and that, and then that, pretty much what happened, like just, yep. like kill everybody, and <laughs> so horrible, it's just horrible. Um, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know what you do with that information, but it's, it's just, I, it's definitely like something I want to know more about, and, 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 yeah, yeah, it's crazy, but also it's like and then but then i i also i don't i mean it's horrible, but I also like when people try and say like that's uniquely American that's where i like that's definitely not the case like i mean you go back through all of human history every like yeah. every culture that's around today conquered like i mean the 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 european culture like the, the the history of all this just as bloody and then and then even in so in america's in history they talk about spain the spain like conquering the moors and yeah. wiping them out and kicking them out and and but then even but then the moors before them they killed everybody before that like so it's just like the european is almost because then like you just have generations generations of they what these guys wiped out these guys and then they, they got wiped out by these guys and they got wiped right. out by these guys and so it, like here though i mean like i don't know dude the the Native Americans seemed like, they seemed like they were pretty chill until like, so, yeah. they well, they well then also, with better technology and, and, and they had been hearing all these stories about what like Spain had done, cause, cause, cause as bad as that was, like reading about the conquistadors, like that's a whole other level of just like yeah. horrifying. And then, and then, and then that, that, and then that kind of got me back to rem- reminding me about that, Worship song that's about, like, oh, gosh. that burn the ship. Cause I'm like, you know, you're celebrating something completely horrific. Yeah, that's, that's a very
2: ill advised lyric there.
1: Cause that whole, cause again, like, the conquistadors, like, were awful. Yeah. Like, absolutely awful. Um, it's all awful, but it's just crazy reading all that. So, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to kind of bounce around a little bit with some of my books because I'm like I don't know if I can handle keep reading some of these. <laughs> read something Maybe, funny, need some in there light reading, but that's kind of where I'm at. Also, I finished uh, more information than you require. It was a John Hodgman book. It was a second book. So he, it's basically stuff he made up, and it's really fun. You would right, really yeah. love it, Um and it's really funny, and it's. It's just really entertaining. Like it all. So this I don't, um I I, I hadn't I I read the I'd done the audio book for the first one, okay. but the book I think I would rather have it in book form because he has a lot of fun illustrations and like things and and then like each page it's also a it's also a page a day calendar <laughs> and so like the events so he has all these made up really funny <laughs> events and um um just really clever stuff I really like it so that's all my books sweet. Well, um, while I'm still plotting through Harry Potter... Are you almost done with Order of the Phoenix? Yeah, I don't know.
2: I'm I'm in the middle somewhere. They're at the school. Got a new Defense of the Dark Arts teacher. Who would have thought the Harry Potter books would, like, stop our freaking book club? Man, here's the thing. I have plowed through them. Up until this point, I have planned every single book. As soon as I didn't plan it, it just all fell apart. I think that's the problem. (laughs) What does that say about you? It says I'm a control freak. (laughs) (laughs) no it's not that it's long I've never picked one that's this long that's why I guess I just I read them I guess I read like really fast you're a fast reader and I don't know it's just been it's been a it's been a slower read than I would have thought uh, we did finish Ramona and her father the, with the kids though which is a great oh, yeah that's
1: a serious one
2: um yeah but they did really well with it like we've had some really good talks because you talk about smoking yeah like smoking I mean they're aware of it and they've you know we've talked about that before and that it's not good for you and blah 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 but
1: speaking of that yeah I know your mom was saying like we should because she had heard the ad about proposition 56 the like smoking thing yeah like, as Mike pointed out, you know who sponsors that? Because you, know you know what Proverbs 56 is? No. It's a cigarette tax. Okay. And and so, you know, because she said that the ad that basically says, like, it doesn't actually do what it says it is. Guess who sponsors that ad? Who? The tobacco company. Well, of
2: course. Okay, but here's a funny story about that, though. Janelle had totally, like, she thought my mom had said that. But the story that actually happened was we were driving along. I was with my mom. And we saw the billboard. And it said... Like, you know, stop smoking, and it was like, you know, it was passing a law. vote for this, stop smoking. And our joke was like, oh, if we'd known it was that easy all along <laughs> to stop smoking, we would have passed a law a long time ago. Yeah. And so we were laughing about it, and then Janelle heard us, like, literally, like, what are you guys talking about? And we told her, but she thought, like, my oh. mom had, like, studied it or something. We just saw a dumb billboard. So don't take the uh, political advice you hear I just, uh, necessarily. My thing
1: with political ads, especially with the propositions, when you hear, like, vote no on this the first thing you always do is find out who's behind that campaign. Yeah, so as no. soon as you find out, of course the tobacco companies are like, vote no All on right. this.
2: So, so it is good advice, but just not because of any research we did. It was just because we saw a billboard. Well, anyways. Um, uh, but I did also uh, start, um, I, I'm reading a book that is a Lisa Graf book. It's called The Thing About Georgie. Got another one of hers. And it's great. It's about a little kid who's a dwarf. Okay. And uh man, she's she's amazing. We gotta have her back on too. Yeah. Because um, it's super good. So but uh those are the books I've read. You guys mm. can read along with us. If you want, you could probably catch up on Harry Potter <laughs> at this point. But uh real quick I gotta talk about Blue Christmas and then we'll uh we'll move along here. Uh but we have Blue Christmas coming up in December, it's gonna be December third. Okay. So the first Saturday of, of December, we right a venue. around. Uh we have a venue, it's gonna be in Big Bear again, but at a different place. Okay. But it's gonna be in Big Bear again. Um and uh, we got a really good lineup. Mm-hmm. So here's what we got. The only sad news, and I'll tell you this up front, A
1: plus B can't make it this year. Oh. Josh is going to like a PlayStation event. Oh, that's in Anaheim that weekend. Adam Wells yeah. is going to that, and he wants me to go. But if it's Blue Christmas, it's then Blue I Christmas. can't
2: go. I mean, it's not the whole weekend. Obviously, ours is just an evening. Yeah.
1: And Josh and Rachel
2: even said they might try to like come up and see it or something, but mm-hmm. they're not going to you know, be there in time to play. So I don't think they probably will. But the point is... Just wanted to give you yeah, a it's up front.
1: playstation experience. Yeah,
2: so um, A plus B will not be there, but we got a great lineup. So here's what we got. Uh, we have Radio Relay League coming back again. Nice. That's Tim from Ohm's Law, his, yeah. his band. We have, um, B is Bridgie is gonna come back. Now that, remember last did, time?
1: Well, they played, they did the... His other band played, yeah. cause yeah,
2: but we're gonna do another try at having B is Bridgie actually play, and they're great. Um, then we've got... Um, Isopod, you remember Isopod? Yeah. We saw them up at... They're, uh, they're from up there. They're actually from Texas. Oh, okay. But then we... I, he well They were on tour. I think they were on tour. Because yeah. the other guys that played with them were... Yeah. Uh, Radio Way was from yeah. up there. Radio but Way. But he's from Texas. And he was up at TomFest. And then we actually had him play at Big Bear like a few years ago, like five years ago mm-hmm. or something like that. So he's coming back out from Texas to play this. Awesome. So that's great. So Radio Really League, Isopod. Then we be B is Bridgie... Then we have, oh, Bittersweet Way. Nice. Jed's coming back. He didn't play last year. Yeah. Um, he's a, a mainstay of the show for many, many years. And Son of heatwave is going to play. Awesome. Yeah, which I haven't seen them in like a few years. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, that's our lineup. It's going to be great.
1: No Ann Lynn
2: because so, they're gone. Ann Lynn is in, yeah, I mean, that was that's they another move? big. Did they
1: move already? Yeah,
2: he's, he's, um, he's been out there for like almost a month now. Man. Out in Minnesota. Damn. So no Ann Lynn at Blue Christmas, which is sad, but we got a good lineup though. I mean, it's a fantastic lineup and I'm really excited about it. are in Minnesota. Bands. I don't remember. Find out. I know. Yeah, he told me. I, I don't remember the name of the I town sleep, though. Like, maybe my mom would want yeah. to check it out. But if you're going to be in Southern California, December 3rd, it's a Saturday, which is also good because remember last year was Friday and then everyone's having a hard time getting up from work and stuff. Yeah. So this new place we're, we're at, it's it seems like it's going to be a lot better deal. So, um, should be cool, and, uh, you guys should check it out.
1: Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, let's, we gotta get through this, but, uh, DVD on demand. Wait, Corner. I saw a new movie. Oh. Yeah. You saw Masterminds. I saw
2: Masterminds. How was it? It's amazing. It's so funny.
1: Yeah?
2: I'm so sad that, like, more people have not seen it. Like, yeah. we were in the, we were in a the theater, and there was two other couples, and Did it's funny. Did you it at Harkins? We saw it at Harkins. Okay. Um... And uh, this is my consolation prize also for having to go to a kid's birthday party, although it wasn't so painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also we got um, more free passes for the kids thing. Yeah. They keep giving them to us, and so we had to use them like, this weekend. It's a so. trick. So it is, but it, it's great because we're going to go to the movies anyway. Anyway, it's super funny. It's For people that don't know, it's uh, Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Wiig, uh, Owen Wilson, Leslie Jones, Kate McKinnon. It's got three out of the four mm-hmm. Ghostbusters in it. Um, I want to see it. It's so funny. It's directed by um, Jared Hess, Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite. And it definitely has some, like, wackiness to it. But I think it's probably, like, his most probably most mainstream-ish. Although it is super goofy. Um, it's so funny. It's super, super funny. And it's based on a true story. And my favorite parts, like, you can see, like, the real people and the fake people. Okay. I love that stuff. Like, it's real. It's great. Super, super funny. So I hope more people go out and see it. Cool.
1: Because it's good. Well, DVD on a manic Corner, I've been watching a lot of wrestling, WWE Network, watching all that stuff. South Park has been really good, um, doing like election stuff, they're doing oh, yeah. like... But they're having a field day. Yeah, and the, but then also like just like social media and and just kind of like that whole, like this is some really funny stuff and they're doing a lot of serialized... The, now that they're doing like continuity, it's like a different show, huh. but in a good way. And it's really funny. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I watched, um, CISO show that I did last time. Oh yeah. Take My Wife with Cameron Esposito or Mia Butcher. And then just like a lot of comedians that you probably are familiar with. Cause it kind of, it's, it's basically, it's like Marin, it's them, but like, not kind them. of, not them. And like, so like they, you know, they're comedians and they go to comedy, they do comedy shows and, but it's really funny. And, um, and then, uh, Bajillion Dollar Properties. Where it's like, it's a real reality company and Paula Tompkins runs the company, and then it's like all these. So it's making fun of all those reality shows. Right, right. And it's so funny. Like, it's so funny. Cause usually, like, the, whoever's house they're selling, it'll be like a big comedy guest star. Like, I saw someone like Scott Ackerman, nice. like Nick Kroll. The season two, which they just put up, has got like Weird Al and like a bunch awesome. of other people. And oh my gosh, it's so. So funny. I guess the first one I watched, the first episode, it's got like Adam Scott and he's like this rock star and like – so he's like friends with one of the realtors and he comes over and he's like totally like wasted. He's like, oh, yeah, I want to sell my house and yeah, sell it and and then so they like sell the house and then like the people move in and he's all sober. So he's like, wait, who are you? Wait, what? Get out of my house. (laughs) But then they get him drunk again and then he remembers, (laughs) oh, yeah, I sold my house. (laughs) That's funny. And it's really funny. Um, and then uh Last Man on Earth, holy cow! Like again, yeah. like I, I don't we saw know. this week. Right? Yeah, spoiler like, alert for those. But who dude, haven't. like last week's again, like how I talk about, like they went. You, it's so crazy how they just play with your emotions so much. Where I went from like laughing, and then Todd's whole thing where I'm crying with yeah. like that was last week's when like when 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 Todd thought he had killed the dude and Tandy, and then like because like you know the what's, oh, I keep forgetting the new guy's name. Um, Louis it's Louis so Louis goes off and he's like why would you lie to us and then like Tandy's like and then you find and then like Tandy kind of says like because like, and then like Todd just has this breakdown they all kind of and then I'm like oh my gosh but then it goes right back to like Oh, he's not dead. And like, oh, he gone. Oh. Like, and like that. And then this no, week they're when they're like, and then like, and like the whole thing with like Melissa just going crazy. Yeah, she built like a sniper, sniper nest, nest. Like, and then like landmines on the beach oh and gosh. like, and then like, but like I love, I love the fish, the like singing. Yeah. Thing right down oh there. dude, the big Mount Billy bass. The and, and that's their alarm system. Oh and then just. But then oh, their system the, is they have to wear
2: tap shoes and blow a whistle as they walk so down So they the know hall it's them. So they and, don't get
1: shot. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. And then just – but then, like, the, the, bro, the real moments, like, yeah. especially the whole, like, Lewis tandy relationship. We like, he asks him to be his friend. And then, like, where he accidentally tases him. And <laughs> – yeah. And, and I love, but Luke, then the like, guy that plays Lewis. is he's great, He's so too. good because – I just feel
2: like you're, I really think you're going to tase me. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. But then, like,
1: they have these genuine moments, like, when he, because then he, because you know he just wants to scream at Tandy, but then he realizes, because he's like, why aren't we leaving? And then he's like, oh, like, they yeah. do have a connection here. And then, but then, like, and then it's also so goofy. Like, even in their graveyard, they, made, they buried Cher. Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> they were at Cher's house and, like. Oh, I love how they took all the, like, crazy stuff that he wrote on the wall, but, like, changed it, like, oh, yeah. you're all going and to die diet. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah no. man, we didn't mean to take off the yeah. um, And so that was great. And then, uh, let's see. I'm still angry at Bob's Burgers, where this whole every other week there's yeah, no episode. I know. It's, I think it's football's fault, and that's very annoying. It is sports, I'm telling
2: you. Um, and you want me to watch Rocky.
1: <laughs> but. good
2: sports does. Last
1: week's Bob's Burgers was great. Which, um, yeah, I can't even remember now. It was the.
2: Uh, oh, shoot. Well, I know it was great, but I don't remember which one it was. Because it's been two weeks.
1: Yeah, it was really funny.
2: All right. Um, Some good commentary there.
1: <laughs> Screen Queens. Um, I think I'm up. I'm, I Because at first I wasn't so sure about this season. But John Stamos is really funny. And he's in it this season. And Kirstie Alley is in it this season. She's huh. really funny. Um, it's pretty. It's really good. It's pretty goofy. I mean, that's supposed to be goofy. But it's pretty good. Um I actually did watch the
2: first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Oh, yeah, so you saw Ghost Rider. So, Ray. yeah, I
2: saw Ghost Rider. I'm trying, I mean, I
1: haven't, like, yeah, to catch like, up a little bit before they start dropping I know. off. Well, there's only, like, like four, I think. Because right I think they're only doing five. Yeah. The first five there. So, yeah. But Ghost Rider's great. Yeah, dude, it looked great, right? Man. You could tell they spent some money. Oh, yeah, they did. But More it's than so the cool. usual.
2: So, so good. And scary. Like, yeah. like, it's kind of a cool, like, turn in tone for well, the It's
1: Ricky, like, Ricky Reyes and it's not it's not Johnny Blaze who's right. the other ghost rider which i think was um, they were wisely in themselves I think that was a there yeah um, and uh and 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 so it was yeah i mean that makes sense cuz yeah. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah it's um, yeah it's totally different and he's got the car and yeah. um and is so really he great looks amazing yeah. his fight with uh with Quake yeah and the whole thing where she's basically like a she's a rogue yeah She's gone rogue and, uh, and, and that, and then, then, and, and so now, um, and then you got the whole thing where like, you know, Colson's not the director anymore. He's just another agent and, uh, and dealing with that. And, um, and so you're not at the point where I'm at where like the new director and just dealing with all that. and I don't want to spoil anything, but I've been, it's, it's really good. I've been really enjoying it. Um, Let's see, Hulu made a new there well, it was Ron Howard made a Beatles documentary. It's on Hulu. Okay. It's called Eight Days a Week. It's it's specifically because um Derek was complaining about it because he's like it didn't seem like a definitive good but I'm like, that's not what this is. This isn't meant to be a definitive Beatles documentary. It's just about the time when they were out on tour. Okay. It's about a specific it's the touring era. Um mostly they're touring in the US, but also Like, it starts off going through a little bit of the beginning of the band, but it's mostly about this specific period. It's also been done in various places. And I thought it did a really good job of, like, capturing all that and then, like, how things just got completely insane and, like, Beatlemania and then, like, how it wore them out, like, huge and why they went and just basically became a studio right. making these albums and some of the best albums ever made. And the reason, but the reason why we got those albums, cause they were just so sick of touring that they kind of threw themselves into the studio right. and we're like, we're done. Like we're not touring anymore and we're going to make these albums and they cranked out. And like, that's how like those albums happened. And, um, but then also just like seeing, like, it's just so like, like people try and compare Beatles to like new kids on the block. And like some of those things, like, that was like the Beatlemania. i don't think unless you were there like my mom kind of tried to like it's a different level like you i don't we've never we have not seen anything like that in our lifetime like our generation even with uh, one direction i don't think so <laughs> like you look at like watching cuz that's i think what this it's trying to convey that like it like completely insane like where they ha- the the reason the reason they're the first band that played in stadiums and it was because they would have especially over here they would put on they would they were doing like the auditoriums and you have like a let's say you have a 5000 10000 seat auditorium and 80000 people would show up and it would create these insane riot situations so, so at a certain point like local like authorities and everything had to be like you can't do this like you're gonna you're creating these insane these horrific situations people are dying because again like the 80,000 people so that's why they start that's why Shea Stadium happened that's why and like and I'm like I'm sorry but there's nothing like that. that that had that's I think that's a very that was a very unique thing like I mean Elvis like that's the only thing comparable yeah um like, it's so nuts. Like, just... And the like and the way, like, they... I thought I, it was really good. I really liked it. And it also just reinforced, like, just how insanely talented those guys are. Like, just watching them, like... Because, I mean, you had, like... You basically had two amazing frontmen in John Lennon and Paul McCartney. And then you had, like, George Harrison. And and Ringo Starr. Like, people love to make fun of Ringo Starr. But he's really... He's a great drummer. And he's great at what he does. And, like... But, like... Cause, but I think it's because those other three guys are, cause like, Ringo Starr would be, like, I don't, I don't think you'd remember the way he had if it hadn't, if it had been like, but if it, but it's because those three were so insanely talented. Like, so insanely talented. Poor Ringo. But he's, but he's probably one of the best drummers ever, but because, again, he's going up he's with, he's compared to the other three guys in the band, especially John and Paul. I mean, like, cause like, gosh dude and just hearing them like cause I don't know if you ever heard like some of their like just studio stuff where they're like just coming up with these things that end up being some of the most iconic songs of all time like they're just kind of feeling it out and you're just like you're hearing these songs happen which are like these crazy icon- it's crazy huh. it's just really cool and I know you know I'm mean, sure you understand like with a music documentary it's like yeah. it's, it's a it's a person that's really loves that like just Love watching it and, oh it's so good um, so that was good, and then oh, so Universal Studios. It was cool because I had, so I watched the first three episodes because your mom was talking about it. The Good Place with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Oh yeah, which what is the premise again? She goes to heaven, and oh, that's right. And, and so Ted Danson's like so basically in this version the afterlife. It's like it's basically he it's designed for you and then you're basically living in this neighborhood basically with like I think it's like two hundred other people and that's your heaven. Okay. And and then and Ted Danson plays like an like basically a higher being that designed it's his first time getting to design one okay. on his own and he screwed up a little bit and Kristen Bell is not actually supposed to be there. <laughs> but she has to basically because and so because of that, like because of she's not a good person and she's not really good, um, her just being there causes all kinds of, like, cause it's, it's out of balance, like something's huh. wrong. And so she causes all this stuff to happen, even though she's because, but so she's, she has to f- become a good person and so that, so she can stay there and not go to the bad place. Huh. is what they call it. So it's and, pretty good though? Oh, it's really good. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um and Ted Danson's great, Kristen Bell's great, the other the rest of the cast, and so the set where they film it, like the little town, they had that full setup. It's in, you know, the European village oh, on yeah, the back. Yeah. That's all that right now. Oh, so it was okay. cool actually getting to go on the studio tour and seeing the whole town. That's and, cool. And so I knew all that. It, and it's really funny. And um so it's been really good. Nice. Um, and I also started watching Westworld on HBO, and it is nutsos. It's yeah, really good. I've heard a lot it's of people crazy. are crazy, but it's it because it's everything. Like they're they're doing what you wanted them to do, like what you wanted the movie to be, and the movie really wasn't that. Yeah. Um. And this is it. Like it's it's so nuts. And I like they, they have infinite possibilities with this. Like they could do this because because it's still just the because. You don't the, to see the other worlds. Well, the other worlds. There's other worlds. And they, even in this, you don't even do that. But I'm like, so they, even if they play out Westworld, they still have the other worlds. Like, right. this could go on for a long time.
2: That's cool. That's a cool – I uh-huh.
1: mean, even, like, they could do each season, like, an yeah. American Detective or whatever. Because they're – because they like, – because I'm – even the show hasn't even – because in the movie, they at least – allude in the show, they haven't like they haven't even talked about like fantasy world you and future they they've got that and they do they have those and you know that's in that's in their pocket yeah. when they but this could even just this and it's crazy seeing like anthony hopkins is in this and he's a big part of it really yes well, that's cool <laughs> like it's, it's like anthony freaking hopkins that's where I we're at been now been we been are been truly in a golden era of tv i mean i know they say that a lot but i think it's true like oh, yeah. you have got anthony hopkins doing an hbo show like it's pretty nuts, um, so that's great. Um, what about what do you got
2: here? yet? Well, we talked about Bosberg and the Last Man of Earth. Brooklyn Nine Nine this season is just killing it. Yeah, like it's it's already been a good show, but like the best episodes yet. I also didn't put it on here, but we've also been watching Superstore, which has also been like oh. a fantastic
1: sophomore season. That was another thing where I got to they, they 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 one of the soundstage the doors were open and it was the Superstore. Oh, are you watching any of it? I haven't yet. Oh. But I want to.
2: It's. I think it's. I think I said. Well, it's a the new Greg show. Daniels show, and I think it's gonna be like Parks and Rec. Where was. the first
1: season is good. Kinda took them to get their bearing, but, but then like, the second season, the second season well, is off and running. Because right. I think that what they do is I think they write. They did the first season and they kind of see what characters. Because like I like feel like they're feeling pop, it out, you know? and then when they because if you watch the first season of Parks and Rec, like it's good, but like Ron Swanson is like I mean like the, all the characters like Ron like they're there, but they're not. Not there, They're not like them yet either. Like yeah, Ron and Andy and and other well, then
2: like some people like go away yeah. and they get new people in and but yeah I, I feel like this is kind of like that like yeah. now all of a sudden like this season just right out the door has yeah. just been fantastic.
1: Well, that's good. So yeah, I definitely want to check, check one out. out. And then um, so then on Netflix side, I, re- I think we talked about mascots is great. Yeah, you need yeah, to watch it. I need to watch that. I had assumed I would have. I was gonna text you. I feel bad now. It's a busy weekend. Like, like how oh much, dude? It was so good. Um, and then I've been watching a little bit more Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I'm still oh, yeah. working my way through season one. We're, we watched some of that because season two just started, and so I want to catch up so then I can watch. It's so good. It's so it's so funny. How like how far in? I'm are on you? like episode seven. Oh, okay, I think we're past you then. Yeah, you're definitely past me. You we're guys watched? Yeah, me. we just saw some really funny ones. But it's so funny. I, I really like it. And then Luke Cage is so good. I'm kind of taking it slow because I don't, I wanna, I wanna savor it. Right. So I'm, I'm on episode, I think I just finished episode 9. There's 13. It's so good. It's so stinking. Dude, these Marvel Netflix shows like, oh my gosh. It's so good. Yeah. You haven't even watched Daredevil I'm, season two. I huh? started it. I watched okay. it the first two, but I haven't finished it yet. But like, you gotta watch Luke Cage. I
2: know, it's so I good. know yeah. It's so a like,
1: good things. And they already, like, announced, so at New York Comic Con, they brought out, so they showed the Iron Fist trailer. And, oh yeah, I saw that. And then the they brought out all the Defenders, and then they announced that Sigourney Weaver is the villain of the first season of Defenders. Yeah, <laughs> this is, like this world that we live in. And like Punisher's gonna be an Iron Fist and like all this other stuff that they're talking about, like all these crossovers. They I don't want to spoil the big crossover in Daredevil season two, but the last episode there's a there's a big crossover moment. It's and you're gonna great. dig it. And so I don't want to I don't want to spoil it yeah, because no, yeah but, uh, I, I'll see it 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 yeah um it's awesome but uh but yeah so Luke Cage is so good it's so good and it's so its own thing and the soundtrack's amazing the music is amazing the everything oh dude it's so freaking good and it's. Oh, dude. Um, and then I'm on, I'm, I think I'm on episode three of season two of Detectorists. Still good. Oh, dude, it's, it's so stinking good. And I've been listening a lot to Johnny Flynn, who does the, oh, the music does, does, the does the song, which I love that song. Such a good song. And then, but then his other, cause he's like, it's like, it's, he's like an Irish folk singer, yeah. basically. And the rest of it, and I've, so I've been listening to a lot of his albums, and they're really good. I've been really, I really dig it. But I just I love that show. I I love the tone of the show. Yeah. I I love the I love McKin- the chemistry between Mackenzie Crook and Toby Jones is just like it's just they're so funny. But they're also there's a lot of heart to it. Yeah, it is. It's totally like, that. I think the BBC
2: has like the corner in the market for that like seriously funny but like heartwarming
1: at the same time. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking of um. So, um, what's the Ricky Gervais, what's that show name? Extras? No. Office? No. The character, the, the old folks home one. Oh, Derek. So, you know, the, the main lady in Derek, Yeah. she's in uh, Mascots. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 she plays the wife of one of the mascots. Oh, nice. She's great. Um, dude, Mascots is so, you're going to love Mascots. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's, like, I think you're going to really love it. It's so funny, but it's also so, like, because, you know, Christopher Guest does that really, like, he always has, like, there's always, like, a super heartwarming thing in it, too. Like, and he really nailed it this time, especially because, I don't know, like, I talked about this, I was talking about this with Lynch, like, Family Tree just. Didn't do it for me. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. Did he watch it all? Oh. He didn't finish it either. Because <laughs> and I told it because he. I think he didn't even get far enough as late because I. Because I told him about how much that puppet lady freaked me out, <laughs> and then the more I told him about it, the more he remembered, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. like that puppet lady. Weird. Like, not not fun. Yeah." Like and I think I, but I could see Christopher Guest thinking like, oh, this lady like is amazing, like because I could just see he's got that kind of goofy, yeah. like and I'm like, oh no, I just can't, I can't follow. You probably either. didn't watch that documentary first. Yeah, because if we you have, should have, maybe we should. Oh man, man. check this out. But yeah, because I I never even finished it. I might finish it now that I have HBO now because Carson let me use his HBO now. Um, I might try and finish it, but I still I don't know. I don't like that lady. No, it just wasn't fun. But I love, I love, uh, what's his name? Um, well, uh, from IT crowd. Yeah, he's uh, so good. Chris O'Dowd. And he's, Chris O'Dowd, and he's, he's amazing in mascots. His mascot is the Fist. And because he, he's a hockey mascot, and he's just a giant fist on roller skates, and he like just punches people, and he's like a real like, awesome. oh dude, he's so funny. He's so funny. He lives in a he lives in a Winnebago, and it's just like, oh dude, it's great. Um, so what about you? Got Netflix stuff? Just well, Star yeah, Trek?
2: just start. I'm on like season three of Star Trek: The Next Generation now. Yeah, moving along. Beverly Crusher is back. Yeah. After that weird like oh, uh, yeah. whole season where she was off ship for some reason, and they had the other lady that's never mentioned again. The what was her name, Doctor Pulaski? Oh yeah, Doctor Pulaski. Yeah. That's right. She's fine. I didn't mind her, but I, I like Beverly really Crusher better.
1: I think wasn't because did they ever who did they replace Tasha with? Like did they ever? Even they have don't been, they like. Don't uh, really? um,
2: warp, that just kind
1: of that, that uh, is the weirdest like. I, I think I, I think I read about why they because I think like something happened where like they they didn't they're like we got we don't need that we have too many characters yeah and I think there was like some weird negotiations thing yeah I don't think she was and, super cooperative and and but then this, they just like it was just so crazy because it was like oh she's dead yeah she's gone like that blob it was that blob
2: thing yeah. she just ate her
1: and then that was it
2: right and then like later on data reveals that they were like. Um, lovers, yeah, like, and that's weird. Like, that's a weird scene when he's talking about that. Because <laughs> you're like, you're a robot. It's so goofy, yeah. but it was just so good
1: because that black blob just killed yeah. her. Just, it seemed like very indiscriminately, very much
2: so. It's the kind of thing where it would have been a red shirt in any other yeah. episode because it's not like a big glory, very thing. quick, yeah. I kind of didn't like her character that much. Well, amount, I think that might have so also came like into play. Minding. Like, I don't she think people... And the, and basically, Worf is just taken over yeah. there. Because they... Because I mean, wasn't
1: she, like, the security? She security, right. Yeah.
2: She, I guess that's the thing, is that she was never believable as that. Like, I could have seen her as something else, but when she's like, bah, bah, and she's tough, and then you've got, like, Worf there that's like, oh, yes. And I'm like, dude, the Klingon's going to be the guy that's <laughs> that. I mean, it, come on. You've got a Klingon on the bridge. He's the one that's going to be beating up people. So, anyway... Uh, yeah. That's about it. All right. You know what time it is? It's time. It is very time. It's
1: Marmaduke time.
2: All right. So this is going to be interesting. I, I just peeked at this last time. I didn't actually read it. hmm Remember the last one? Oh, yeah. They bought a new car. Okay. So here we go. So uh, Phil and Dot are sitting on the couch, Marmaduke sleeping at their feet. hmm And they're watching TV. And Phil says, that movie must be 20 years old. And then the next panel, he says, I like these old movies. And then the next panel, she says, Me too. They're so romantic. Meanwhile, Marmaduke's still sleeping on the floor. What the crap? Wait, what is happening? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying here. So then they start like getting closer and closer. They're snuggling on the couch. They're like, <laughs> oh my And then Phil says, You mean mushy? Sigh. And then she's like, Mmm. They're sigh. like they're like getting intimate. They're starting to, but then at this point, Marmaduke pops his head up, like, uh, and he jumps up, stands up, full stand. Yeah. He's standing like a person. And uses his feet as hands, his front feet, to smack them in the face. He gets I mean, in between them. He punches him. Look at his face is all distorted. It looks like his tooth is coming out. He's much he's a little gentler with Dot, but he's like punching Phil. Yeah, he punches Comes Phil in, in the them, face. Punches him. He stands up fully upright and then sits in between them and Phil says jealous. And she says very
1: is there something going on between Marmaduke and Dot?
2: I don't know, but that's a weird one, right? Not to mention, I wish we gotta sh- I w- we should show them this picture. He full on punches he's standing Phil up in the and face. is punching. I mean that looks like a scene out of a boxing movie where his like face is all distorted like that. There's,
1: this is implying that there's something going on between Marmaduke and yeah, Dot. Yeah,
2: and look, he's sitting on her side. Yeah. Like he's cuddling with her, Marmaduke is and pushing his hand to push Phil away in this in the last frame. That's disturbing. It's weird, right? Like, okay, take away, like, our theory about blah, blah, What does this
1: strip mean without a weird theory behind it? Means it? something is going on between Marmaduke and Dot. Yeah. Like, that's a weird strip. And also he full-on punches. And he punches.
2: Plus, this, this picture here, he is standing upright and using his front paws as hands. This like, looks
1: like a human, like, a body. Human.
2: It's a person in a dog suit
1: standing upright there. Yeah. That's a weird picture. So, maybe Phil killed his grandpa because he knew... Phil killed his dad because he knew something was going, something on, was going on between him the dad and Dot. I mean, it Whoa. is.
2: Whoa. We have a motive now. That's We've got motive. Now, we didn't know why, why he killed him before. We have a motive. But that's definitely what's going on. Because in this last one, Marmaduke is, like, sitting on her lap practically and then pushing Phil away. So, he's on... He's on her side. And Dot doesn't seem to have a giant problem with it. No, I mean, she's says very, I mean, she's not super. But she's not like
1: getting up and like, no, Marmaduke. This is a weird strip,
2: man. I mean, again, even outside of any weird theories.
1: This is is a very weird strip. Can you imagine being a kid and reading this? Yeah, oh,
2: Marmaduke is jealous of them like making out. I don't know. This is, this one is. This is taking a dark turn,
1: Brad. I don't. This is really weird. Yeah. I mean, like, this is one of those like Anderson was like, "All right, I'm going to do it." Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, "I'm doing." I it. mean, how did that even? 1982. We have, but I mean, like in our in our theory, we have a motive now. We have a motive. No, absolutely.
2: He he was there was something going on with him and his wife, with him and and Dot, and Phil got mad and killed him. And that's the only explanation here. And this last shot, I mean, the expression he's making is a very human face there also. Oh, yeah. I mean, he kind of looks older there. If you think of that as like a mustache instead of like his jowls. It kind of looks like it. It looks like he's a person sitting there.
1: That's old man. That's Phil's Phil's dad. Phil Sr. Old
2: Phil Sr. Ugh.
1: This is a creepy one. (laughs) I don't like it. This is a weird, weird strip. I also love how he just again punched Phil in the yeah, face. Yeah, I mean, look at that picture there. His jaws. like... Yeah, it looks like a boxing It's like those one. slow motion
2: boxing. Yeah, photos. It was, yeah. Because Dot is not that. He's just kind of yeah, pushing her pushed, aside. But he, but he punches him in the face. In the face. <laughs> I mean, it almost looks like a spy versus spy. Like you think his jaws, his like teeth yeah. are going to come out of his mouth or something.
1: But it's also funny that like. Phil and Dot are like getting frisky yeah you, know,
2: like, you mean mushy mm, they're like getting sad. turned on watching sad. this movie <laughs> an old movie yeah which that would mean it would be a movie out of the 60s mm-hmm. maybe uh, early late 50s depending <laughs> on how accurate
1: man so Phil Sr. and Dot something was going Something's on something was going
2: on and Phil murdered him and yeah. now we know And we're getting deeper and deeper into this I don't know how much farther <laughs> this can go how
1: far does this go <laughs> That is weird. I mean, that picture right there, that is we a We need to save picture. some of these, because I feel like we need to take these to our other fellow Marmaduke expert, David Malkey. Yeah, and just be like, dude, look at this and tell me what's going on here.
2: This isn't just a dumb dog joke. Yeah. This is, like, way beyond that. Because I
1: know, like, we've talked about this, but Malky definitely seemed curious, but I feel like we need to present a yeah, little bit evidence. more evidence. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he did seem a little bit like, all right, guys. Well, you guys are weirdos. Yeah. yeah.
2: You can see now, this is when last week when I'm like, oh, I saw this picture of him standing, and I was like, yeah. oh, what's going on here? I didn't read it ahead, but I did peek. <sighs> That's Marmaduke.
1: That's Marmaduke. Man. And um, we gotta, we got to wrap That's this up. That's the show. But, I mean, I have been playing a lot of video games. Um, I finished Uncharted 4. That was actually really fun. Really great experience. Like, Great story, really good. I was like, I there was periods where I'm like, I should stop because I need to go to bed, but I'm like, I gotta find out how. It's, and like, it's fun. It really puts you in the story, and really great. And then, no, I already talked about this, but I No Man's Sky it was just didn't like that. Um, gone Home, I was a freak. It was amazing. I played through it in like all in one sitting. Um, but it's a great story and also cool like exploring a house finding secret passages like if you're an explorer person like it's the it's ultimate and like you find clues and that's how you kind of piece the story together nice. Um I am almost on Dr. Wily and Mega Man 2 thanks to the save state feature in the Mega Man Legends nice That will Do whatever. download I got it on the Playstation 4 oh okay um but yeah it's really great and 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 just going through and i it's still i think that's the best video game soundtrack there is yeah <laughs> um Have you played in the other mega Mans or just just that Two? i uh, well now i mean i guess i'm going to take a stab at mega man 3 but it's the difficulty level is such a With huge save ramp states, you got a chance yeah but even least. then like so it's hard. so hard mega man 2 is at least like doable if you know what you're doing yeah I've beaten Mega Man 2 yeah. a number of times. Um, especially if you do like, if you know the order and like yeah. you can, yeah. cause there's like certain weapons do like twice as damage and yeah. if you know which weapons you use, you can like kill the boss, like two shot the bosses and stuff. Um, I currently on my game fly, I got Doom. Um, it's awesome. I love, I even the deathmatch is fun. Um, but like the, the campaign, it feels, like, Doom 3 felt like they were trying to, like, be like the other, sh- like, shooting games, they were trying to, m- whereas this feels like Doom, just, like, just new and, it's like, doomier. yeah. It's really fun. Um, and then the new WWE game, way better than last year's game. I'm God surprised you've even played any of these
2: other games now that you Well, have I that.
1: haven't, but, um, I, I mean, I almost was gonna cancel my Gamefly, just cause, uh, for now at least, cause I, but they were like, if you if you don't cancel, we'll give you next month that fifty percent off. And I'm like, Well how can I say no to that? And so I didn't cancel. Oh, okay. Um I got you sucked in again. But two K seventeen is a lot it's a big improvement on two K sixteen graphics wise, gameplay wise. The submission system it still feels very hard. Like they it's this little mini game and like the computer was able to get me to submit right away because I was messing up on the game and i was like okay. no um the my career is really fun um there's like a whole new promo mini game where you like choose what you want to say and then the crowd will respond and you can like basically do either like a good guy promo or a bad guy promo but also depending on like what phrases you choose like it makes you want to make a more cohesive promo and the crowd gets more into it huh. and like there's also different kinds of crowds So like certain crowds will respond better. So it's again, it's like a really cool little mini game. And I've been having, there's even a head to head promo where you're like trash talking against another guy and it's really fun. So I like that. And then, uh, um, and then it's got so many, like it's, the roster is huge. And I got the NXT edition, so it has, I bought the NXT edition so I could play as, cause I guess they're gonna offer him later as DLC, but I had to have Nakamura right away. Oh, sure. And, and it's just awesome having him, cause I've, I mean, I've had him in previous games, just like ones that other people made. So to have an official Nakamura with his entrance and his entrance theme is awesome. And AJ Styles, but yeah, that's awesome. So I've been doing that, and, uh, pretty much what I'm going on you've, been, you've got lots going
2: on well i'll run through them quick i've been doing the pokemon shuffle and pie cross of course i do those you know each day have you beat pokemon sh- are you at the highest i i might be like i've got i'm on stuck on the last one i got i know what i need to do to get it but i gotta like build up <laughs> some coins first i'm also almost done with pokemon pie cross that's crazy cross sorry josh if you're listening oh motorcycle um, I've been uh been playing Professor Layton in the Azran Legacy, which is the last of the main Professor Layton series. Um, and that's great. Um, Runbo, we talked about earlier, but that's a fantastic game. And playing that, a game called Freedom Planet, which I think that might have been one of the humble bundle ones mm-hmm. that we got. Um, but it's really good. It's kind of like a 2D like Sonic type of game where you run real fast and stuff. Um, been playing Leaks Awakening on my after Luke beat it. Um I've been playing through it on my phone or on my DS rather. Uh we beat Twilight Princess um nice. finally. Uh which is great. Box Boy. I just beat Box Boy, which is a I know you were talking a lot about that. Oh dude, that game is so much fun. And there's a second one called Box Box Boy now. Box so Box I got to get Boy. that. It's really good. It's the people, it's the same studio that did like Kirby, mm-hmm. but it's like a little puzzle platformer and it's it's really really fun, real creative and uh mm-hmm. fun one. Um, I beat Mystery Case Files, Diary Case files. Super great. And then I also just beat one called Azada, okay. which is a similar like point and click mystery type of thing. Um, and then Thomas Was Alone, which is like on lots of stuff. I have it on the Wii U, but it's a really cool, like super like basic, like pixel type platformer, but the story that goes along with it is really fun and creative. So recommend that one. It's nice. probably super cheap in a lot of places. Yeah and then playing a lot of that new street pass. Yeah, which we've talked about. Oh, so good.
1: You still obsessed with that stock market stock game. Stock
2: market one's great. I'm like, I think I'm at like 6 billion oh now. Gosh. I'm working towards that 10 billion goal. I, I got to make it. I still haven't even made the first goal. Oh. So much fun.
1: I'm not I'm not very good at it. So much fun. I got to work on that. Well, speaking of working on things, we got to work on wrapping it up because yeah, we do. we're getting late. And um, be sure to go to BenVNetwork.com for all the other BenVNetwork shows, Radiobrendo.com, Amazon, all that stuff on there. And, man, 275 episodes Yeah. In can. Super We're cool. Creeping up on that 300. What are we going to do at 300? I don't know. Shave my head again. Watch 300. Should we have another wager?
2: Yeah, we could. We could do that. Maybe was that would... at 200 or yeah. Only 200? Yeah, that was at 200. I guess because we've been doing double, it's yeah. been going faster.
1: It's, gonna, it's definitely been going faster. Yeah. I guess we could do that. We'll
2: come up. Well, with we something. should see at the see, audience you get any ideas. Audience, what you guys? What you guys want
1: for three hundred? Um, I think we should. We definitely, as a bonus for three hundred, here's a night. Here's a definite idea okay. for a three hundred bonus episode, not the actual three hundred episode, but for a bonus to celebrate three hundred, we should do a commentary to the Marmaduke. For Marmaduke, that would be good. Yeah, and it really should good. be fresh. It should be us watching the movie for, for the, the first, first time. Oh, totally. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a good idea.
2: I like that. I'd be down with that special. We'll
1: have to order it on Amazon again. or something. You
2: have to actually pay money I don't for think it. we're
1: gonna I don't think that's gonna be in a red box. Is it gonna be on streaming anywhere? But well, it's, it's not on stream. We can probably get it on Amazon for like three dollars. Yeah. I'll use some of my Amazon credit or my Google Play credit.
2: Man, I can't believe we would pay money for it. But I mean what if what if what if people watched it and nobody understood what was really going on?
1: I hope that the movie supports our theory. Oh, what if it does? I really hope it does. I can't
2: wait. Actually, I really am looking forward to it now. Alright. We'll do that at least. But if other people come up with cool stuff, we could do other things too.
1: But it, it has got to be different because there's other talking animals. Whereas in the comic, Marmaduke's the only one that's talking.
2: Well, sometimes. That's what true. about the Easter Bunny? Oh yeah, and he talks to the
1: turkey. I mean, there's, they, no, there's no rules. There's no rules in this universe. You yeah. can do whatever he wants to. Well, so we'll, we can say we'll do that. We'll do that'll be a bonus. But on actual episode 300, we're open to your suggestions. Yeah, that sounds good. I think we should, because I mean, if we want to do another wager, I'd be willing to do that. Um, yeah, for something can do some kind of competition wager. And I end up shaving my head again.
2: I will try not to moon the camera again in whatever <laughs> we
1: do. Derek said he watched a video of me shaving my head. <laughs> it's a good video. It's pretty good stuff. That's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Brendon You be like a rat tail for a while.
2: For a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny.
1: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. So for Radio Brendo, Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
3: What makes is a part of the Benview Network.
2: You can
1: find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson.
2: And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kizan.
1: And today we're going to talk about
2: Duel, the Sugarland Express, Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, 1941, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Zone, the Indiana moon. Jones and the Temple of Jones the Empire of the Salwoods,
0: Jurassic. Jurassic. Lost Lost Jurassic World, Saving Lost 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 Private Ryan, Minority, The Terminal of the
2: World, Adventures of, of Sinten, the Sugarland Express, Close to the Catch Me, Amistad, A.I.
1: Steven Spielberg, Ben Vuon Spielberg, New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com